welcome to Occasionally Posh, <laughs> where we enjoy laughs and shenanigans. I am your girl, Miss Chassie B. And I'm Sunshine. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Thanks for joining our podcast for this week. Um, if you're just joining, our guest is having technical difficulties. Um, maybe that's who Chassie is trying to hear right now on the phone, hopefully. Um, but please share this podcast with your family and friends. Comment along with these shenanigans and all the topics and all the questions and things of that nature. Um, and uh, we're going to try to just make it shake till he get here. But as you can see, we, we struggling a little bit. Um, can't really have a topic about divorce. Neither one of us has been divorced. So hopefully he'll be here I've soon. I've been divorced twice. I can't. So hopefully he'll be here in a minute. Um, but we always start with a foreplay. And um, I'm going to just start off by showing this little thing that has nothing to do with divorce, but we, we struggling. All right. So Sierra sent me this earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and it was on Shade Room. And it says, uh, this lady, sorry, it says, this lady dropped $100 at Target today. I heard her say, OMG, I lost my money. Me being the woman of God I am and strong believer in karma, I killed the money because maybe she stole it. <laughs> <Can't put> it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i almost got choked <laughs> makes sense to me you never know you when know god what? might show up <laughs> I, I hope the hundred dollars is worth it because you ain't gonna, you gonna end up spending three hundred dollars because as you went out the store your tire gonna be flat your car ain't gonna start. You gonna need a jump. Everything else gonna happen. Everything your child on broke your TV in your living room. Child. All that you done spent four, child. five, six hundred time out. You believe in karma? <laughs> but what if they stole it? What if they stole it? That's between them and the Lord, bro. <laughs> the Lord you, said. The Lord ain't said nothing, none of that. <laughs> Whatever lie you about to tell, the Lord didn't say it. <laughs> well, I can eat like a Exactly. Whatever that little lie you about to go into, the Lord ain't say anything. He ain't say it. He ain't say it, y'all. I promise. <laughs> he said, y'all, I got text savvy. That was a nice intro. We done had that. That means you ain't been on in a while. Yeah, he ain't been on in a while. A good month, maybe longer. We've been missing you, Vern. I'm like, where have I been? Right, he's just been MIA. he been in my Sam said he's not keeping it, and then he said, You better prophesy. Come on, Sam, it can't be one of the both. I'm gonna need you to pick your poison. <laughs> it can't be both. Don't let her sway you. Don't let her sway you. Say, Hey, ju- hey, ju- look, I can't even talk. Mess with you. Julie said, Hey, hey, girl. Hey, Julie. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. I guess it's running late. I'm gonna say the bike combo. But uh, we, we doing a foreplay. We, we doing nothing so y'all know why we stalling. We doing our foreplay. <laughs> neither one of us been divorced. It'll be an awkward topic. Um, <laughs> I told y'all to been divorced twice. Okay. Um, uh, so this is Chastity Bees, and she titled it, How Do You Announce a Marriage? And I'm gonna let you talk about it. You ready? Yeah. So it says, Rachel and I are no longer dating. 
And Rachel comments and says, Mike, that's a horrible way of telling people we're married. I am doomed. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> he thought that was hilarious, too. That. He was like, I did too. <laughs> if I ever get married, that's how I want to announce it. It's like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's terrible. Okay. Such and such and I are uh, no longer dating. Both. We are married. <laughs> hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. How you doing? <laughs> I'm struggling over here, y'all. They diagnosed me with bronchitis last week. It feel like pneumonia. Uh, Tierra said, LOL is unique for sure. You, Thank you. you. Glass hat. You can't be glass hat full all the time, Tierra. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. Thank you, T. See, I think it is very unique. People are gonna be like, "Oh my gosh!" And then they scroll down and see that they got married. Then they're like, "Oh my gosh, congratulations!" Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It makes sense to me. Same time, I'm gonna start telling people time and now I no longer date. Don't do it. <laughs> then, then you wonder why somebody trying to back that thing up on time. I don't want to hear you mad. <laughs> right. Right. Look, mm -hmm. not me uh, on both sides. <laughs> Somebody over there trying to back, back it up on them. I don't want to hear nothing. They like, I thought y'all wasn't together anymore. Sam going, ooh, I can imagine the colors of red that Sam would turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be more than just turning some colors. I'll tell you right now. Yvonne, we're going to bring you up on this divorce podcast. But you're going to be next. Yvonne. <laughs> they, they like, what happened, Sam? <laughs> He's like, I saw one of y'all things, and I thought that it was funny, so I tried it out. <laughs> mm -hmm. And somebody tried to, want to back it up? Uh, what you going to do? I hate that. Uh, put it on me, baby. It. <laughs> That's a terrible song. That is terrible. Yeah, Let me check on the guests real quick. Yeah, I know. Look, I'm sorry, y'all. We trying to stall, but uh, we running out of things. I forgot. It's, it's sort of kind of my fault, but not really because I thought everybody on Earth had Chrome at this point. But in order to use the platform that we use, you have to have Chrome to, to log into it. And I forgot to tell him and he couldn't get in. So I thought he was downloading Chrome really quickly so he could be, uh, but uh, it's taking forever. So it's partly my fault, but partly not really, because ain't everybody using Chrome in 2022. I thought it was. She's making a face. <sighs> All right. Uh, Got anything? No. All right. Uh, we winging it. I can see you some stuff now. <laughs> winging it over here. <laughs> Let me Wait, see what I got to say. Hold on. So I did see this, and we could kind of touch on this for um people that have had kids. Mm -hmm. And um, I was going to send it to you and I never got around to it. And it was like a pregnancy symptom. Absolutely. No one warned me about. So then she says, hated everything about my husband from the smell of his breath to the way he walked down the hall. <laughs> 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 
I okay. Got tickle. I got tickled. So I went through the comments just to see like some of the things that some of the women said. Mm -hmm. Oh, shoot. So um, one person, she said it was everything about him. One morning I cried my eyes out because he woke up. <laughs> Yeah, no, I ain't never had them kind of feelings. <laughs> okay. And then another one, it said, this was me, uh, my first pregnancy. Like, I couldn't believe he did that dumb shit to me. <laughs> well, get her pregnant. Breathe it. <laughs> another one said, it was the breathing for me. It seemed like it was so loud. <laughs> I can see that about other people in your family, but not your, not your husband, your boy, your baby daddy. <laughs> Another one said, I didn't like the way he's sorry. I didn't like the way he sat on the bed. I told him don't bounce on the edge of the bed so often. He was sitting down on the bed, but she said don't bounce. Yeah, she didn't like the way that he sat down on it. So uh, like whenever he sat down, I guess it was too hard for her. Another one said, I couldn't stand him laying in bed next to me and breathing in my direction. I would always wake him up and turn him over. <laughs> wow. That's so those weird. are the only ones that uh, I had screenshot. But I thought it was funny because I remember when I was pregnant, I couldn't stand for my um, um, kid's father. I'm trying not to use baby daddy. My kid's father. Good job. Um, mm -hmm. To even sleep, like whenever he would snore, it used to just make me so angry. I was like, why? Why are you snoring so loud? I'm over here suffering. I can barely breathe. My back is hurting. My chest is hurting. I'm having heartburn. And you over there just sleep. You done this to me. I didn't do this to me. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, y'all. I'm yes, done. Pregnancy <laughs> yeah, do be rough in these streets. I ain't gonna lie to you. That second one of mine, but almost woo, made me contemplate a few things in life. Okay, but I did wait ten years apart like a crazy person. And my, yeah. my body, my body wasn't bodying like it was on that first. My body was not bodying at all. Everything that could go wrong, well, I ain't gonna say everything. Most things could have went wrong, but a lot of things happened. And, and she was hard headed. Don't let her fool y'all. That thing was hard headed. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I did everything they When was the do. last time you ate today, Sunshine? Uh, <laughs> yesterday around about 7 o'clock. <laughs> it is 3.30! <laughs> you got a whole human walking around on the inside of you, and you ate yesterday at 7 o'clock? It's it almost 12 hours. It wasn't that bad. It was not that bad. He said it's not launching. Lord Jesus. Um... I did have it rough though, and I did fall a few times during the pregnancy. I get, I think the straw for a lot of people was when I got back to work and I fell and I hit my head on the side of the brick building. <laughs> so why you that? She was so hard headed. That was what two days after I fell down the steps at somebody's house. <laughs> it was horrible, and then she didn't keep snacks in the car and, and things like that. I was like, girl. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Sam said, <laughs> "I would not. I would have to let you know after the funeral. Ella, Tom is my property." <laughs> wow. And then he said, "Chastity, B, don't make Tom agree with you." Uh -uh. Go ahead, Tom. Go ahead, Tom. Tom said, "You said what you said." <laughs> 
I'm saying? You got to work from home when you're pregnant from now on. <laughs> Ain't no more now on. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. You never know. God might be like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and throw another one in there. And let this be a miracle. Okay. You got the second Jesus. Chris said I had him messed up. I did. Had everybody messed up. Chris. No more home visits. I mean, if you do, we're gonna have to send you an escort. Every time Jesus. I fail, they made me go to the hospital and get checked out. I'm like, y'all, come, I'm fine. Sitting there for hours. Yours, mine, and ours. <laughs> <laughs> he talking about my guy can do all things. Yeah, I know, that's yeah. right. I tell you, she got, she can have the second mm-hmm. Jesus. What would you name the work, second Jesus? God better you work got, on a, a you in-house got a, nanny when he work on it, too. <laughs> Can't nobody afford these daycare prices time too. <laughs> you, you, Jackson almost old enough that he about to be out anyway. Yeah, he, he got, got about two more years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Thank oh, you, Chris. I feel like, hey, Thank I you. No, you did to know. Hey, eight in twenty four hours. Let's change the subject. I don't like <laughs> you feel attacked. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> I, yeah. I got you, Chris. I got you. Attacked. We feel the do you same know, way. Do you know what Kanye did this time in the world? Because I don't. I just hear everybody fussing at him. I don't know what he did. Do you know what's going on? So he was on Drink Champs. Um. Well, before that, he had said something. He was on another show. I can't remember what it was right now. Where he had said something in regards to the Jewish community. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't like that. They either cut it out of the other thing that he was on. I feel like they cut it out, but somehow it was leaked. I don't know. I really can't remember that. So then he went on Drink Champs and he was on Drink Champs and he was talking about the um, I'm not sure if he brought up the Jewish thing again, but he did say um, that. I just want y'all to be clear. I want everybody to be clear. These are not my words. This is what he said. He said right. that George Floyd um, did not die from asphyxiation from the police, that he died from fentanyl, fentanyl being in his um, system, and that whoever recorded it, recorded it in a way on purpose, so, somewhat is what he said. So How that do you it would record look like somebody else choking some. Never mind, go ahead. A child. So that it looked like that um that the police were doing what we all saw that they were doing but he said that's not what happened but we all know that's what happened um we all saw it even if we didn't want to see it we saw it and so anyway um it was on drink champs it dropped friday and george floyd's family came out and said that they um were gonna pursue no not charges they was gonna it wasn't press charges. It's something. Go take them to court, basically. And okay. so Drink Champs ended up taking um, the whole podcast episode down. And um, yeah, they said they was going to sue him. Why couldn't I think of Sue? <laughs> you <laughs> but, said um, Sue, and then you said no, not Sue. Uh, I don't know. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> well, maybe I did. But anyway, uh, so they ended up taking it down. Then Nori went on. Um, not hot 97, whatever. With Charlemagne and all of them, he went on there and he was saying that um 
Kanye had pretty much told them that if they tried to censor him in so many words that he would walk out of the interview. And they really wanted the interview, which I feel like is crazy for people right. to even still be interviewing Kanye. Right. And Kanye should not be able to bully you into saying, hey, this is not OK, because right. it's not OK what you're saying. Right. Well, but that's the synopsis of it. Um, just uh, OK. Um. <laughs> Chris said, "I talking about I had some crackers there with hush." Sam said, "I will loan time out as a nanny. Don't be loaning time out." Sierra like <laughs> said, "Kanye forever reckless. He makes me sick, honey." And then, me too. then Sam said, "The family of George Floyd can legally sue now." Mm. That's crazy. They should. Um, it was another guy. Oh Lord, why can't I think of his name right now? But anyway, he had a podcast and his whole podcast was surrounded, well, for the most part, was about the um, kids that got killed, Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook killing. And he was saying that that was fake and blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. And he ended up getting sued for like close to a billion dollars by the family. And um, they won. The family won. The families won. So now he's going to have to kick out near a billion dollars. And I feel like George Floyd family could probably sue for just as much for right. saying things that even like the um, what's the coroners or whoever do the bodies, they came out mm -hmm. and said that it was no drugs in his system. So why are you coming saying all these things when it's not true? And it, right. it wasn't just one person that said it. it was multiple people that said that there was no drugs in his system, that he clearly died from asphyxiation. Right. And we saw it. <laughs> right. I about to say it was living proof right then. Right there in your face. It's in crazy. Face. And I'm, I'm just sick and tired of people even. Why do people still bring him on platforms where he can continue to talk and spew out things that we know are have? Sometimes there may be some truth in there. And a lot of times it's not a clock is right two times a day. A broke clock is right two times a day. Kanye is probably right. right twice <laughs> in his rants uh, that you. he go on but I'm sorry. Stop, <laughs> stop bringing him on stuff until he starts taking his medicine and getting better and all that kind of stuff right. i even felt that way about whenever they kept bringing the dude from that's so raven mm. oh my god i'm so sick of uh what's his name orlando brown yes whenever they oh kept bringing god. him on things like um they kept bringing him on for him to say crazy things. And I'm like, why, why are y'all doing this for views? A lot of the people that was bringing him on already had views. So why right. are you still trying to get views that you don't need? It would make more sense for us to try to bring them on to get right. our views up. Right. I wouldn't do it, but it no, would make more sense. No. Right. <laughs> people don't really care for to, to these platforms of viewers of view. It don't really matter if it's crazy or not, if it don't make sense or not. Like, it's just business to them and it's bringing right. in income and it's making people like us and whoever else talking about it and that's true just bringing them more in like yeah i mean they they just don't care it really will take all of us to stop like really watching it and paying attention to it but we can't we like to we'll watch a car crash and know it's coming and people gonna die we're gonna still watch it we still watch it <laughs> I'm like, what? let me slow down you see what's we going will. on we see. <laughs> just ratchet for no reason, and it's gonna continue to happen. <laughs> That's continue true. to happen. <laughs>
Uh, Chris said, hey, a person has a right to say whatever they want to, and we have the opinion whether or not to engage or argue. That's what gives the dumb things that people say so much power. That's true. That's true. That's 100% That's true. true. Sam Sam said Alice how stupid they were. <laughs> Which is the problem. Which is why they keep going on and saying the stupid things. Right, we, the, we, the right. we the problem. He said Alice Jones for $73 million. That's it. That's that was it. That's a lot. And then he said it's for the drama. It's definitely for the drama. And it works. I mean. Because we talking about work. it. We talking about it. Per usual. Even though we don't like it. Even though we don't understand it. And he has um, since been kicked off of Twitter and Instagram. I don't know if he's ever been on Facebook. I don't, I'm not on Twitter or Instagram, and I don't follow him on Facebook if he was on Facebook. Really, I don't follow him, period. So I couldn't yeah. tell you what he on. <laughs> um, but he has recently brought a new um, platform that's like a Twitter or so, and he plans to launch that as his own and come to find out that it's Candace Owens. Um husband that is the CEO of that particular platform. So that's interesting. That is very All right. Hold on one second. Oh if he called Lord let it let it be him calling Sandy. Well I don't know if he calling him and he still can't get on. So ooh Sam said oh he said he's on truth social. Is that a thing Sam? Truth social Trump's Twitter. <laughs> It is what it is, ain't it? Trump definitely be on there, just ratchet as can be, and we be eating up every single word, which is dumb because we should not, we should not support it. But how, how can we not? How can we not? Uh, what's the verdict, Chad? My bad. Um, so he said that his computer nor his phone is letting him in, and he's gonna have to reschedule. He done tried on both. <laughs> Anybody on here to been divorced? Is there anybody watching that has been divorced that want to come over here and talk their shit? <laughs> it, we ain't talking shit. Let's just be clear. It's just a conversation. Oh, excuse me. Have a conversation. <laughs> Have you really seen him? Don't play with us. Don't play. He did tell us that, or he told oh, me that. Yeah. I do remember that. Go. <clears throat> Hold on. Send you want to come on, Sam? She's sending you the link. Look at us. Look, look, look. This is why we love our followers. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh, you hear that? That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we was about to talk about for the next 40 minutes. We were going to make it pop now. Don't Listen, I was going to be on Facebook like this. Be like, okay, this. Like, <laughs> I don't know how you can be having so much trouble, especially if you have a Mac. You should better right. get it no problem. He said, what's <laughs> he said, what's in that golden corral glass? It is not a golden. I don't know. It, it might be. Because I used to steal. Um, when am I? I used to borrow. Um, <laughs> not borrow stuff for restaurants all the time. <clears throat> Excuse me, but it's just a little wine. <clears throat> I was in the store. I haven't been able to find Duplin's wine in a while, and I really like mm. Duplin's wine. 
And I was in the store today and I just happened to see it. And I was like, ooh, I got to grab me a bottle of this. So I grabbed mm. the bottle. He said, sounds like Marie. Don't do, don't do that. Don't do Don't that. do Marie. We about to we about to uh ban you. (laughs) No, we not. We not. We not gonna ban you, boo. (laughs) Put him on a on a five minute probationary period. Like he can't comment for five minutes. (laughs) Five minutes. I ain't show. He can comment. I ain't showing him though. You know, he got to set up his ambiance and everything. We've been parlaying long enough. You hear me? I'm trying to think. It was something else that I saw. And I was going to send it to you. And I said, I'll just wait. We can talk about this another day. Here it is. I'm done with you, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just be noted. He said it, not I. Go ahead. (laughs) So, this right here, it was um, a question for traffic school. And the question said, instead of driving with an impaired driver, you should A, call a cab, B, mm-hmm. punch at the tires, or C, knock the driver out. <laughs> of course, it's A. Uh, that's the only thing that makes sense. No, that don't make sense. Because if you call, if you call a cab and only you get in the cab, that person is still going to be driving. Well, you ain't gonna make so it. Just make sure that tire, uh-uh, you punch that tire. Uh-uh. You punch that tire, knock him out, and you call a cab. I think all three. D, all of the uh, above. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't do with her nowhere. I'm saying right now. Call a cab, park my car somewhere, and both get in the cab and go. You're gonna cost me money out of it. Now I gotta buy you know how much tires cost. Me and Terry were really talking about this today. You know how much tires cost? <laughs> If you punch yeah, all four, insurance will pay for it. If you punch a three, they won't. Just FYI. Uh, see, now they're going to put it in the fine print. All four tires are going to be in the investigation. Investigation. Oh, he Lord. said that y'all don't remember back in the day when the fast food restaurant used to give you the hard plastic cups. We had a collection from every restaurant. Listen. Did. What is up, my ladies? I might be getting divorced now because the way I just jumped out of bed. Tom was like, What are you? I was like, I gotta help my girls out. I understand. Thank you so much. I might have to go tell them to turn it down in there because I can still hear it. That's all right. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my you God, for coming welcome. to save us. Come save us. I got right, you. We don't, we don't waste enough time, so we're gonna jump right in. You know, Go so for we it. know you. We know you in a loving relationship now, and you and Tom is gonna, you know, the black and white Obama and, and Mr. Obama. <laughs> but, uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh, not the Obama. I'm trying to be Karamo. <laughs> But, uh, but tell tell us a little bit about your journey before we jump into the questions of, you know, dating, getting married, divorce. Tell us just a, a, a little context. So, you know, I was young, dumb, and in lust. And, like, you know, I was 29 whenever I, like, first got, like, like I, was, I was 29 when I got married the first time. And the reason I got married is because I didn't want to go into my 30s as a single man, because I was like, so oh, yeah. like, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. This is when gay men die and everything. 
<laughs> but then like so I got married and literally like my marriage only lasted like three months. Like and it wasn't because of him, it wasn't because of me, it was because the combination didn't work. Um mm. and I know that now. Then you would have heard some other stuff. But like <laughs> but like you know, and then like so you literally like I literally had to go through that like heartache, that pain, then another failed relationship after that, and like it just moving forward, like you know, it was like I mean, I'm I'm happier now. I'm much happier now. Let me say that. But like, it wasn't no simple process. I mean, matter of fact, me and him just had a conversation earlier today, uh, talking about like where I am now versus where we first met. Because like, this mm, is not like a right. little. When you like talking about like divorce, man, that's a legal binding contract that you just broke. And like, not only with like however you believe, but definitely with the United States of America. Right, you know? right, right, right. Mm. So uh, you already told us why you got married, and pretty much you you said y'all just figured that's the only reason why y'all got divorced is like, hey, this ain't working. We was crazy. Oh no, no, I was something like big happened. Oh, something big happened. So like you know, I I think I have commented before about um, polyamorous relationships and stuff like that. And I asked like, hey, do you want an open relationship or close? Like, let me know. We can do this. Like, we open. We both gonna be open. If we close, we both gonna be closed. He said close. I came home. Somebody else was oh, there. I remember this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was open. I was Literally. mad. I was, I was heated. <laughs> I, I still got the picture saved on my phone. Let us see. Leave it, please. I'm going to put it in the chat. I'm joking. <laughs> but like, like, it's like I said, either I go to jail or I leave. And uh I did what every bo- every boy does. You go back to your mama's house, and so mm-hmm. like, I was like, "I'm gonna go back to my grandma's house right now." I may have to hear about it, but I'm much rather hear about it than to be here or be in Wake County Detention Center. So, uh-huh. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. So now, now that you went, you've been divorced or whatever. Where did you? You kind of stated it a little bit, but tell people where you went wrong in dating. Now that you acknowledge that your your accountability and the piece of I was dating, this is what I did wrong, and what advice would you give somebody else? I literally listened to the wrong voices. Mm, like, you know, like, like my pastor was like, Hey, are you sure about this decision? Are you doing that? Are you sure? Like you let me know. Are you sure? Are you sure that you're sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. He's like, okay. Like he started asking questions. I did not know the answer to that. Everybody should know in relationships. And like, and from there, like I made that mistake of not listening to him, not listening to my family, not listening to his friends. Like, you know, listening to like what, society said about what a relationship should look like and then you know like being in a same gender loving relationship society norms were still like pushing along the line of the heteronarrative norm and so like i'm listening to like oh you know my street friends are over here getting married having family having kids i need to imitate what they got whenever mm-hmm. really some of them are in the same boat that i'm in now i'm divorced and mm-hmm. like you know i listen to the wrong voices and i mean instead of listening to the true voices reasons that like were placed in my life mm, that's good that's good that's so good. the person um the person the pastor that told that asked y'all were you sure that y'all should get married mm-hmm. was that the pastor that married y'all no uh okay. <laughs> the pastor <laughs> like, he, he he said i don't he said i'm i'm not not that he disagreed with who we were he disagreed with us getting married and not knowing each other well enough. And he said, so mm-hmm. not, he said, you may be going through counseling with me, 
But like until we finish this whole process, I cannot do it. And I was like, shoot, man. I was like, I mean, I was a dude. I'm like, hey, you ain't telling me what I want to know. I can go to the next person. You know, mm. you can just go to Universal Church online and get your degree. <laughs> <get your, laughs> oh, we know. Like, so I asked that question because I know last week I had I had asked that question because I never knew that pastors could say that they didn't want to marry anybody. So I just wonder, is it do y'all think? That if you go to a pastor that's like mm -hmm. your pastor or your spouse's pastor to do your marriage counseling and they are like, you know what? I don't think this should happen. Do you think that people should be able to go to another pastor and be able to get married when someone has already said, I don't know about this? I mean, should you? Probably not. But there's nothing they could do to stop it from happening. I mean, I know that, but... You know, but no, nah, they should and they should actually take heed to it. I mean, unless, you know, for whatever reason, something has clouded the relationship between you and your pastor and they shouldn't be doing it in the first place. Right. I mean, you should take heed to like, all right, they saying pump the brakes because pastors and churches and people believe in marriage so well. So if they're telling you, nah, bro, right. this ain't it. You then it is, ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> not, That's very true. Like <laughs> That's very they're true. saying you should never get married. They're just saying, all right, let's work on it a little bit. All right, let's, right. Let's, let's, let's work on it. So, like maybe it should be like a um, like a, a thing, a registry that you go that pastors can pastors can go on and be like, oh, okay, Sam, we see that you are here on this list. <laughs> so we're gonna have to wait. We're gonna have to push it out another six months before y'all can actually Ooh. get married. Come on. Come on. Not a non-marriage registry. <laughs> man, you really giving some power that people are gonna fight again. Like, Mama, like, you sneak out the window. Your butt gonna find every window in there. Okay. okay. Sure. <laughs> Look. And if you get somebody computer savvy, they're gonna hack into the computer and take your name off of it. Right. Right. Whoever's computer savvy, go in and get them long, them student loans off. Y'all be hacking the wrong stuff. <laughs> Just a little sidebar. Come on, salad. Please, okay. All right. So some people think falling out of love is I put his wife had divorce happen, but some people think that's the only reason that people divorced. They were together. They fell out of love. Blase, blase, they're not together no more. Do you agree with that? Do you think that people just divorce because they fall out of love? Nah, let me tell you, some people are just not compatible. Like Thanks. they like they meant to be friends, not lovers. Like, you know, as humans, sometimes we cross the line of where we should be. Like, you know, if you meant to just be like friends and we cross that line, that's that's you can't come, you can't come back to just like friends. And mm -hmm. unless you have that honest conversation, like, hey, you know what? We went too far. Like, you know, we yeah. should we're supposed to be in this lane, but like, you know, do people fall in love? Yeah. But like, you got to make sure whenever you're saying that, that you actually knowing if you fell out of love, AKA some people know it as lust because mm -hmm. you don't really love them, but are you really falling out of a place of comfort? And like, you know, saying, Hey, do I know you? I may have known you whenever we first got married, but do I know you now? as well mm, right mm, 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 that's good that's good and i actually found some uh some info about the top like 12 reasons people get divorced and i could just kind of rattle off some of them but of course number one was communication which everybody know that's one uh two was falling out of love three and well this ain't in no special order though 
Three is intimacy issues. Four, declining a partnership, meaning, you know, y'all just ain't partnering well together. Five, wasn't ready for marriage in the first place. Mm-hmm. Six, addiction. Seven, domestic abuse, cheating, lack of emotional support. Building of unresolved issues. Well, I think that's a big one. Finances and loss of self. So does any of those resonate to anybody? I mean, just for relationships period, does any of that resonate? Oh, All definitely. 12 of them for me. She said, give me the whole list. The whole list. <laughs> and, you know, even, even though I've never been married, I was like in a long-term relationship and we lived together just as if we was a married couple. And that list the, from one to 12, and I could probably add some other ones, right. resonated with me 100%. Right, right. <laughs> I ain't gonna say 100%, but like a lot of those were on there. Like the biggest one is the communication thing. Like, as dudes, you don't want to communicate. Like, I, I mean, Tom, close your ears if you hear this, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, literally, like, he's like, yo, for somebody who say they can't communicate, like, you're actually communicating tonight. I'm like, yeah, but this took you two years to get to this point. <laughs> You're older. Like, You're pulling back the lanes. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm telling you stuff from 2020, not 2022. Right. <laughs> so that actually made me think of a, another question. So a lot of the times, men are known to not be the communicators of a relationship. How is it in a same-sex relationship it, that's two men that are not good with communication? Now, me... I'm not good with communication at all when it comes to like my personal feelings. He is a hundred percent way better than that, like than I am. Like he's like, eh, I, I'm like, I just don't want to talk. I just want to be by myself right now. He's like, no, we're gonna talk about it. If you can text me about it, you can talk about it. I'm doing that for the people in the back because I am that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and like, but like. I know, like, from my side, like, you really get into, like, an anxiety shell. And, like, he's like, hey, well, I'm sitting here in your anxiety shell with you uncomfortable because I don't know what's going on. Let me know. And, like, it takes a point of, like, hey, him literally, like, like you know, kind of going back to strike. Um, I'm like, lay- I have, I'm like an onion. I have layers. Making sure that every layer is torn down to say, okay, where's the truth in this? Like, is there any, is there really truth? Or is there fact, um, like, like, lies that you've been telling yourselves so like right. he's really good at getting that uh emotional intimate emotional um conversation out versus me i'm like oh you want to go shopping so like <laughs> that's funny <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. okay food and clothes food and clothes bath and body works got a sale going on <laughs> Buy two, get one free. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, men do. Men definitely like when you think of communication. Men are definitely like the worst at it. I mean, y'all can get before me if you want me to tear me down all you want. But women ain't that great either. Like we, especially when it comes to expressing how we actually feel about stuff. We sugarcoat or we hint or we yeah. expect men to read our mind. You know what I'm saying? He see I ain't acting right. He should ask me what's wrong. Like no, just tell him. Like we ain't, we ain't a one hundred on it either. Let's be real. Mm, I agree with you completely. Like, can I ask you a question on that? 
Because, like, because, like, you know, like me being who I am, I don't know because I ain't never been in a relationship with no woman. So, um, like, why is it that you say something that you don't really mean? Because, like, it's like ultimately a lie. Like, hey, no, you can go ahead and go go with your boys when you really want somebody to stay at home or something like that. Um, go ahead, Chad. As long as you go first. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say. But then I'm, I'm really not sure if that's where it comes from, because I'm really not sure if I actually ever done it. But I, I want to say that it's from past traumas where you actually said what you really wanted. It wasn't like a go around the hill and all this kind of stuff. It was like you straight you shot straight to the point. And then that person either they went on and did what they wanted to do anyway or the relationship ended. So I think a lot of the times we do it just to make men feel comfortable, I guess, and to make us feel safe, if that makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think it on a broader spectrum because like I can sit here and blame and point and all that because that's typically what we would say. Like, men don't... Men, I could sit here and say men don't really want to hear what women think. I really could. But um, I just feel like society in general, women tiptoe around stuff they want to say. It ain't just in relationships. It's right. just Life. it's work. It's church. It's women are looked at different when it comes to expressing ourselves in a certain way, in a certain manner, and how we say it. If it ain't what people think is the norm, you know. So I think that ain't an excuse. We especially in our relationship, because if with your partner, you're supposed to be able to be yourself one hundred percent. But it's kind of hard to get to that place us women and not feel like they're not going to be upset with us. They're not going to judge us. They're going to receive it the way it's supposed to. And reality is we should just do it no matter what. And we just going to figure it out and work through it. But sometimes it's just easy to be like just sugarcoat it a little bit and be done with it. Like it's, it's the easy it's the easy way out. Yeah. <laughs> I've never experienced that. So like I was like asking for my straight brothers out there. So <laughs> <laughs> It is, it is, but I feel like, you know, a lot of it is on us because if we are truly authentically ourselves from day one, then you ain't got to worry about pulling layers. Right. Layers should be pulled from junk. Mm-hmm. But both but both sides get a little alter person that we kind of sort of are, but not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be like, ooh, I want to be I want to be this person. You be like, he might see that the girl like, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. She like Grey's Anatomy. So then he like, yeah, you know, I look at Grey's Anatomy from time to time. So right. then every Thursday, she like, oh, baby, come on, let's look at Grey's Anatomy. He over there mad as hell because he don't really like Grey's Anatomy. He want to watch the game. You don't like right. it. <laughs> tell me you don't like it. You could go to the living room and watch football while I sit here and watch Grey's Anatomy. Right. Like, <laughs> right. I think it really, you really just start the relationship off being that person, and then it's hard to switch or maneuver from that. If you just started off being your authentic self from jump, no matter what, no matter what's gonna happen, no matter if y'all make it or not, we probably get much further. Yeah, you could probably still even be friends, possibly. Right. Right. That is true. Everything, everything got a motor. Um, all right. So from a man's point of view, what's the biggest fear about being single after divorce? Man, that I was single. <laughs> Just like that. I'm single. I was single. Like, you know, like <laughs> I was like, man, I'm not committed. I don't got nobody to say that like they mine. I had to go back and be like, shoot, 
Like dating is not easy for guys, especially where they're like, hey, I go out there, you go out there, shoot your shot, no matter whether you're gay or straight, you shoot your shot, you go you go up for the alley hoop and it gets knocked all the way out. That ain't cool. That, that makes you vulnerable. <laughs> and you like, yo, like I had everything. I had the job, I had the money. And like, you know, I even had the looks because I had the surgery. I'm joking. Clearly I'm not. <laughs> 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 But like, like it was like well, I say it was like torture, like going to a club. I was like, I mean, I haven't really even been clubbing that much since I've been divorced. I probably went like one time, and I was like, man, this ain't the same no more. Like people standing over there texting on the phone. I could text you from my house, like. Right. <laughs> and so, like, I was just the idea of like I'm single again. I'm really by myself. I got to pay all the bills again. Mm-hmm. So like that one. That's the so, one. <laughs> the bills. Even, that reason alone is why people stay together. <laughs> even if it's just the water bill, come on now. Uh, I stayed right as long there. as I stayed because of them bills. <laughs> <laughs> them bills hit different when they times two. Okay. Okay. And then they go times one third. I mean three third, three four. Excuse me. I had to yes. talk anything because you know before him you don't have but one bedroom. One bath apartment. Now you in this three bedroom, three baths. Okay, right. And, With and kids, you told, and your dunce told him to get out. Knowing good well, <laughs> he made all the money. Can't afford it. You said you went to hold down a whole tax bracket without him. <laughs> Two sometimes. <laughs> 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 The same way you told her to get out, she done you, you done live, came back, she done took all the furniture. You sleeping on the floor. <laughs> yo, yo, let me tell you, I like I am so petty. I just so petty. Don't don't do that. That ain't right. That ain't right, man. Okay. Cause you still paying for it. It's in your name. Yes. Man. Man, I got mad all over again. You mad? You like who? Who they over there cuddling up with in my bed? That's my bed. My name on that bed. And then you don't even really want it back because you never know what they done done in that bed. Ooh. Ooh. I be dang. I'm gonna get it back and sell it at least. Pay the bill. Okay. Okay. Get that. Come on, marketplace. <laughs> right. It's gonna be at somebody good flea market or something. Okay. Right. <laughs> on the marketplace. Get that. get that. So one of our followers actually added this question to it. That she said, and we actually talked about this on the podcast before with somebody else a long time ago. But she, but pretty much, do you think planning for a divorce early mm-hmm. in the dating slash early marriage stage? is needed should that conversation be having like hey we happy but if we don't make it what's up <laughs> should that happen prenups are in order yeah. like you know i mean like literally legitimately tom has more stuff than i do he has more of a risk to take being in a relationship with me so if he said can he say hey here's a prenup i'm like okay let's make sure everything is easy. like after we together officially let's make sure that we're equal there i get that but if you say you can't take you can't take all this stuff that I had before, I completely get that too. But like if you go if you go coming from broke to broke together, like let's talk about like what is it gonna be? Like how like go ahead and prepare while you're happy what 
parenting would be like without when right. you met. Because, you know, emotions get in the way. Time out. That's not good. But whenever you say, hey, you know what? Like, let's go ahead and talk about like Thomas already told me, like when we adopt, literally, if we end, the kids go with me. <laughs> That's what he done told me. I told me going to be paying child support, too. But like at the end of the day, like you need to go ahead and talk about those moments because like relationships are also like literally you call them partners you call them like life like like pretty much your ride or die your ride or die you have those uncomfortable conversations with even whenever it's not really the the worst of times it's actually right. to plan ahead of time it's better to plan ahead of time because when you mad and you in your emotions and you are not prepared you're not prepared for um, failure that you actually go ahead and set yourself for success right right and a lot of folks, number one, like you shouldn't have that conversation. You shouldn't be talking about the end before the beginning of me, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then a lot of people see prenups and postnups and all that just for rich folks, just for celebrities. Right. Just for the folks who got a bunch of money. But guess what? It's poor folk out here who still bought a house together, who okay. still got three cars and mm -hmm. a farm and a wagon and four kids, whatever it is. Exactly. It's still got to be worked out. Okay. Look, just because you got your house through Habitat for Humanity, that's still a house. Right. That exactly. isn't that is an asset. Exactly. And they can make you sell it and split it. Okay. Split. That split ain't gonna make it with no oh, four oh. kids. Okay. <laughs> Look, now y'all all in one studio apartment. Right. <laughs> Eating beans at the can. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and they're not even name branded that. <laughs> Oh my God! Like I know, oh I know God. somebody who, um, like before, like while they were dating, they got a prenup, and then they got divorced, and like the prenup came into play, and they're like literally these people hang out now. Wow! But because they, peace. exactly when they had that that actual conversation to say, hey, you know what? While we're good, I said this is yours, this is mine. Cool, boom! Like success, like literally, you're trying to think about like. Unfortunately, you got to be selfish a little bit when you think about them, but mm -hmm. you also have to go back in and say, "Hey, you know what? This is where I'm at. This is what I'm willing to do. This is like this is how we move forward to be successful, right. no matter what." Because you know, right. when you if you own a business, you know you don't just when you look at the risk, you don't look at the good risk only. You got to look at the bad too, right? And like, you I mean, wild analysis, okay? Mm -hmm. Wild analysis. Because it's because I mean, relationships are money and time. Now, right. I don't got either to waste. No, that's right. I was um actually looking at a movie <clears throat> the other week, and for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it, so don't y'all ask. But anyway, um, in it, it was um a couple that was about to get married. The the boyfriend, the man, he had a whole business that was like passed down through generations, and the girl, I think she just had like a just regular job or whatever, and he wanted her to sign a prenup. She never really read the prenup. But the prenup kind of came from his mama. So her and the mama kept bumping heads and all this kind of stuff. And they finally sat down and had a conversation. And the mama was like, did you actually read the prenup? And she was like, no, because I didn't feel like that we needed one. We love each other, blah, blah, and all this kind of stuff. And the mama was like, I'm trying to make sure that you are also okay whenever this situation, right. if, if, if this situation ends. She said, right. if you went through it and read it, you would have saw that you get a certain amount of money if he does something and you don't get a certain amount of money if you do something. You do but something, you're right? still going to be protected. 
Yeah, way. but you're still going to be protected irregardless. Like she still was going to come out on top, even if they got a divorce, whether it was her fault or his fault. And, um, you know, for the most part, the mama was like, I'm just trying to make sure that everybody's protected. Everybody goes in, they're in love whenever they first get married. And then they don't want to sign the prenups, blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. And then they come out and yeah, life be life. Right. Life be life. And pretty much. And whenever she was saying that, because I used to be a person, I was like, I do not want anybody that's going to make me sign a prenup. But I promise whenever I was listening to that conversation and even though it was just a movie, it made so much sense and it resonated so much with me. And I was like, in the future, I probably would be more susceptible to sign a prenup if somebody came to me with it. Right, right, right. That's good. That's good. Um, you know, a lot of people feel some type of way about moms and parents in general just being involved in your stuff. Some people just overly involve their mm -hmm. parents and they don't really care and it is what it is. But some is like, like the whole, I don't know if y'all watch Housewives of Atlanta, probably not. I'm probably the only idiot that do. Um, but they always talk about Candy and how her mom is just so involved in all of her thoughts about her and her Everything. husband and mm -hmm. they like Candy need to put her in her, his, her place or whatever and I, I agree I feel like it, it's getting past the point of no return at this point like something got to be done but it's that stigma of trying to find well not stigma but it's that, that battle of trying to find that thin line of you know respecting mom or whatever the case may be but also this ain't got nothing to do with you boo right <laughs> like and why do you think people struggle with that? Especially men when it comes to mom. I know in this case, Candy and her is a woman and mom. But especially when it comes to men, why do you think it's the case to tell mom mind a bit? Mama's your first love. Mama's your first love. No matter what. Let me tell you, like, actually, that, that came up in my first marriage. Like, you know, like, my relationship with my grandma, like, uh, Chassie B can tell you, you will not separate me and Willamette. Like you can't do that. Like, like even like my biological mother, you couldn't separate me and Nita. Like because we were tight, we were like we loved each other, and you knew that Mama would protect you before anybody else for the most part. Like if you have that relationship, and to bring somebody else into that place now to say, hey, Mama's been number one no matter what. Now I got to bring somebody else above that. I don't know what that looks like. I don't understand the structure that looks like. And with like guys mm -hmm. been a lot of very methodical with their thoughts, it's mm -hmm. hard to say, hey, you above my mama. Right now you equal when we got married, but you're gonna have to prove that you above her. Mm. But when you're married, you saying that she's gonna be above anybody besides God. You saying it, but that's what you but you don't know it though. Do they really believe it? <laughs> <laughs> Do they believe it? Do they believe it, my Mom can be the best, mom and dad and whoever could be the best people ever in your life, but they don't mean they best to give advice for your relationship. Exactly. Like, you know, I mean, I promise you, like, I love my grandmother. My grandmother is actually, she, she's similar to that mama. She's going to make sure everybody's thought about whenever she thinks about this. Tom is now her favorite grandchild, if that tells you anything. <laughs> but like, but like, whatever you, as a parent also, they should know their place. Like, hey, like you know your kid, like grandma knows how I'm emotional. So if I'm if I'm complaining about Tom, she's gonna be like, she's gonna be the devil's advocate. But also if I'm like praising Tom, she's still gonna be the devil advocate and be like, okay, why is he so good? Well, why isn't he so good? Like right. but it takes good parenting to know that as well. Cause like you know, like his <laughs> his parents, his parents are just as good at that. I can say like I can call them, but like mom, dad, 
like boom, boom, boom. And they're like, okay, well, let's think about this. Let's talk about the methodics of all this information. Right, right, but, right, right. That makes sense. Know, that makes but, it. Vernon said, I ain't telling Janie Mack nothing about my marriage because she'll take me to buy him <laughs> She won't do that with me. That's good. Janie Mack is a good woman. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break that man's heart. Yeah. <laughs> My mama I mean, would do the same. She, I mean, the reality of it is, is that you have to take an objective view whenever you give anybody advice, no matter who they are. But you know, we but we don't be doing that. We be like, I, what you you hurt? What do you do? <laughs> yo, I got a I got a question. Kill him, kill him, dead. <laughs> what would y'all do with your boys if they came to y'all like that? Because y'all boy moms, you understand. Like, what would y'all do? Because it's going to be the same situation down the road if that situation comes up. Uh, right now. Now, so in real life, we have conversations about them respecting women and all this kind of stuff. And people that actually, like, know me and be around me and my kids, I don't take up for them a lot of the times. Sometimes I probably should have took up for them, and I didn't because I just want them to know that the world is always against them. And I, mama is not going to always be there. So as a mama that's not thinking emotionally, I right. think that I would be the mom that would go down and be like, you know what? Maybe this is why she felt this way. I can understand why you felt this way. Blah, blah, blah. But if somebody come and ask me and I'm in the heat of rage, oh, <laughs> baby, her, her mama, her grandma, her daddy, everybody, no. everybody. Granddaddy was just nice to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I would definitely hope that I, I'm a pretty objective person anyway, even when it comes to myself. Like, what did I do wrong? What did they do wrong? All right, now let's evaluate it and act accordingly. But of course, everybody is human. So, and especially the, depending on the situation and how ratchet is looking in the moment, you know. People going, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially women, they we they most of the time react a little bit more emotionally than men do. You know what I'm saying? So in the moment, be like, help them. <laughs> Yo, let me let me tell you, women are going to be emotional in the beginning of the process. Men are going to be emotional at the end of the process. Because like right. after like you. after about uh, the third month, you got you go home by yourself. Like, oh my god, I miss it. I just miss the warm body. <laughs> and like, like and, they be emotionally silent. That's what yeah. it is. They be crying on the inside. Nah, they talk to their boys about it. You think so? you think every man talk to their boys about it? Oh yeah, let me, love them, let me tell you that every every dude has that per for the most part. Every dude has that person they they can talk to about it. Mm. Like because like you got to get it out one way or the other. Like you know, they get it out with their mama. No, <laughs> okay. that's why she all in the business. <laughs> that's why she looking at you sideways when you get done. <laughs> mama be like, "Come over here." She don't even know how to fry chicken like I do. Okay, <laughs> she don't know you like the burnt edges. <laughs> but you had macaroni and cheese like this since Thanksgiving, oh, hey? <laughs> Man, let me tell you, that was the y'all know how hard it is not to compare things to your mama's cooking as. Dude, I can imagine. Like, that's scary. That's that's one of my fears. 
And let me tell you, being in an interracial relationship, and you're like, oh, do you season your chicken when you cook it? Like, you know what? Bye. Bye. You know what? I can't stand you. <laughs> I ain't gonna ask that question. I asked that question. Maybe that's why we ain't married yet. So, like, oh, <laughs> <done. laughs> he said, yeah, he's not married yet. Tom, where you at, Tom? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. but like, yo, I can't stand him. You got to communicate. He communicates. Okay. okay, I communicate. I don't like bland chicken. And guess what? I don't get bland chicken. All right. <laughs> <laughs> In the name of garlic salt and onion pepper. Oh, <laughs> uh, onion pepper. Onion pepper. Yeah. We got some. <laughs> we got some Lars in the cabinet. I literally taking Lars. Like you know, he, he's like, "What is Lars?" I'm like, "No, it's Lars." Okay. Okay. Like, how can I? I had a question, and Sam made me totally forget it whenever he said that. I can't stand him. Hey, I'm just me. I can't help it. <laughs> well, why she think about her question? Um, so do you think you held you hold it? I said hold, but do you think you held past issues from your past marriage? Onto the person who you were currently dating, one hundred percent. Right, like I ain't gonna lie, like, I can't mean like one day, man. You know when you arguing, especially I told you I'm not good with my emotions. It, like he said something, and I was like, <gasps> ooh, and he sounded just like the ones before, and I was like, uh... I'm gonna talk to you, and it wasn't even what he said; it's how he said it. If I would listen to what he said, he was just looking out for me. Yeah. Right, right. But he, he said it in such a forceful way. I like want to fight him about it. Like, you know. I don't. Okay. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like literally, like I thought about it and like and him being the person that he is, he came back and said, Hey, let's talk about what I said. Like, I didn't mean to offend you. I'm like, but you did though. You did though. Like, you know, like, shoot. I was like, let me go ahead and pack my bags and I'm gonna go right now because I'm in my feelings. Oh, aggressive. Okay. Ain't, ain't got nowhere to go. I'm going to Nikki's house. <laughs> but, like, but like, yeah, I totally held some things against him. Like, and then I had to apologize for that because, like, he didn't cause the hurt. He didn't cause the pain. I caused him hurt by giving him the punishment that I should have gave somebody else. Ooh, that's good. And Ooh. I, I had to pay for it. That's good. That's good. I also feel like, like yes, re- problems happen in a, in a marriage or relationship or whatever the case may be, and people can be totally wrong in relationships, but I also feel like people don't hold enough accountability for their part in it. Even if you are in a relationship and you were perfect, I mean, nobody perfect, but to a, most standards, you were perfect, and that person was a cheater, and they beat on you, and they abused you, and they treated the kids wrong, it's like, so did you actually reflect and take accountability for the fact that you stayed in that? That you ignored the signs that you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's a broad, that's a big, big example. But my point yeah. is, like, sometimes we always want to blame, blame, blame somebody else. And it's like, but what did you do though? Let me tell you, we went through <laughs> marriage, we, like my first uh my first marriage, we went through marriage counseling, and I was like, Oh, I'm about to go through this like a champ because I know the right things to say. I'd have been through therapy before, so like I'm gonna say these words that way. Whenever they write the report, it'll say that Sam was all positive, he was all mm-hmm. negative. 
And we get in there, and like you know, I, I told you I'm not willing to put myself on the table. And uh, the lady told me, she said, "Why are you crossing your legs?" She said, "Cause your body language is telling me a whole different thing." I'm like, I'm like, shoot. Body language. And she, and like, you know, she said it so gentle. So gentle. I'm like, yo, she she cussed me out without cussing me out. <laughs> and she was like, she's like, how do you she asked me how do I describe him? I was like, oh, he's like such a great person. She's like, if he why is he so great? Give me examples. Right. And I'm choking on my words now. Like, so like she's getting to the point. And I was like, well, like, you know, he's just amazing. So what don't you like about him? And I gave like, like she tapped into like a list of things. She said, oh, so you really just put, like, she literally pulled everything out and was like, yo, so you putting up a front for me because you want me to write a report. And I'm like, yeah, I want you to write a report. I want you to write a report. (laughs) And you fulfilled, okay. Okay. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, he he did his whole part, and, like, that's his his story to tell. But for me, like, I had to accept, like, yo, that, like, number one, because, like, I had to accept my issues with it. I work all the time. Like, you know, like, I, he said, "You work all the time. You work sixty-five hours a week. And when you come home, you tired. Yeah, right. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're like I, I can't. And but I'm still gonna work sixty-five hours a week. I didn't make that adjustment. But if you would have asked me that at the time, I had to make money because I had to do what I had to do because I want to make sure the bills are paid. But right. like at that time, I was like, Nah, man. He messed up. That's all she wrote. But why? Right. Did, but like, why did he mess up? Was it my fault?" No, nah. right. still no. Nah. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I think we do. I think we get in that cycle of what they cheated. There's no excuse for cheating, which is true. But at the same time, it's like, like we still gotta reflect. Even if, even if you reflect and you still did nothing wrong, but I'm saying like a lot of the time, 99.2 percent of the time, you can say to yourself. I seen that he wasn't going to be faithful or I seen that he wasn't going to talk to me right or that he wasn't respectful or that he wasn't going to be a good parent. I just, you know, he had potential. Mm-hmm. Ooh. potential. Then he didn't live up to the potential and okay. now you're blaming him. You married the potential. <laughs> <laughs> had a yeah. baby by potential, child. Had two of them. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I, I'm good. I'm just trying to move on. So I think my point is... <laughs> I try point, not to laugh so hard. <laughs> my, my point is, I think we could move on a little bit better if we took accountability to ensure to ourselves that we won't do that again. That way we're not blaming this new person for stuff that somebody else done. Alright, this time I'm going to listen to the signs so that way if they're showing this to me and this won't happen versus Oh no, they ain't looking right, so they ain't right. Like, no. People everybody moving shape the different ways. That don't mean nothing. Right. That's true. That's a hundred. You think of your question? No, I did. Dang, I forgot it again. Leave that wide alone. Oh, that no. I remember what it was. It was it was on the basis of something else that he had said. And I was just gonna say uh, talk about a situation that I had went through that made sense to what um Sam had said. So basically it was whenever he said that women get emotional at the beginning of oh, the stages uh-huh. and men get emotional at the end. And I was thinking about a situation where me and this guy had stopped talking, break up in my mind. I mean, even though we wasn't really together, but it was like a long 
process and it was heartbreak. I was upset. And whenever I finally got over the whole situation, because I was very emotional in the beginning, he comes back at Ian. I'm ready now. You was the best thing that ever happened to me. Come on. I miss you. I miss you. I'm trying to to get up there and see you. You going to come down here? I'm going to buy your Rihanna tickets so you can see Rihanna. You know that right there. I was like, well, you know, I miss you too. Okay. <laughs> oh, damn. No. What you want to? Was it really that play. bad? I mean, is it going to be front row, Rihanna, or are we going to be in the back? Like, I need to know how much you're trying to spend on these Rihanna tickets because. Okay. But yeah. Is it going to be a I conversation agree. over the phone or in person? <laughs> <laughs> I hope that three that three hour concert worth them six months. You over there crying in your pillow. <laughs> yeah, that was a, it might be. It might be. Nah, I'm good. I keep. Come on, Ruth, Ruth, boy. Can you get it up? Come on, Ruth. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'll pass. Chelsea, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I already have to buy Beyonce tickets. It only makes sense if I can pimp out somebody else to buy the Rihanna tickets. Okay. It is a contract service. (laughs) (laughs) I can do that. I I know a notary and I got a lawyer. Ain't no no lawyer going to say I'm going to toot this thing up one time for for the one time for no Rihanna tickets. That's documented prostitution. Because <laughs> he ain't buying the Rihanna tickets for nothing. Let's be clear. I mean, it ain't for nothing. It's, it's, it's for tickets. That's why it's a contract service. I'm not. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It can be contracted. I have a notary and I have a lawyer on hand. We can get this documented and signed. I will do this, 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 and this if you buy me front row tickets. <laughs> If you find that lawyer, make sure you let me know so I can look at I'll let you know. You sure already know. Got we like. got the same DNA. Okay. <laughs> she not going to do that. She got more sense than that. She got more sense. I'm going to reach out to her. You're about it. Right? <laughs> I'm joking, Tom. <laughs> or is he really? <laughs> Don't bother y'all to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh shoot. Funny. Oh, funny. Funny. Well, we yeah. made our time. Ooh, hallelujah. I I was worried for a Oh, second. let me take real quick to go with that story. Talk about dudes. Like, so like, you know, even like in like the same sex cup uh my marriage, like when we were going through marriage counseling, like and after I had got like all everything out, I was in the elevator and like my emotions got the best of me, and I was like, "Dude, I miss this dude." Now, I miss this dude. And like, we started making out in the elevator, and then like th- I was like, "No, I can't do that no more. I can't do that no more." The day before we got divorced, I was like, "Oh, dude, like I miss you. Are you sure you want to do this?" And he was like, "No." I was like, "He said, I don't, I'm not sure." I was like, "Are you really sure?" And then my cousin Nikki called uh, called me. She said, "What you doing?" I was like, "I'm texting Jerry." She said, "You better stop." <laughs> <laughs> She said, you about to nullify this. Hey, she brought you back to reality. Yes, Nikki, yes. Yeah. I, at that time, me and my body were saying no. 
R. Kelly said. All right. <laughs> Don't compare me to R. Kelly, please. <laughs> I got completely choked. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. It just came out so naturally. I'm sorry. Um It's yeah. funny. <laughs> it is what sorry. But anyway, um they- <laughs> He did. He had a whole song about it. He had a whole entire song. And a bunch of babies life. were conceived on that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was good. All right, thank you, uh, Sam, for tuning. I made myself out on that one. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> thank you, Sam. Anything for my girls. Us. Now we owe you. You know, you oh, you all from us. You let me, you let us know. I need y'all to keep going because this is funny. This is our Wednesday night show. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. He said, "I." Yeah. Oh, oh, he he in there watching it like legitimately. <laughs> oh, he, he was like, Oh, they changed your hairstyles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's always right here. You don't never know. You never know what you're gonna get. You might get blonde next week. Okay. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, thank you so much, Sam, for saving us tonight. We appreciate you so much. And we also appreciate you coming on and commenting and things of that nature too. So Tom, you watching, we're going to need you to get on your own and make your own comments. Don't let Sam over here make it all right. the comments by himself. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. We don't even comment on Facebook. <laughs> but thank you, thank you again. And actually, for the last week, which is next week, I'm going to do what we typically do when we do a series, and we're going to do Jeopardy. So since you came on, if you're available next Wednesday, we'd love to have you back. Let me just get permission from him before I agree to something. Yeah, oh, look at you. All right, look at you being submissive. I ain't submissive. Uh, I'm just not crazy. Uh, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Let us know. Jocelyn and Mark from the first week's episode is going to be on as well. So if you want to come in as well, we're going to play what, I, what we call Sunshine's Jeopardy over here. And it always yeah. be fun, but we always, uh, you know, we it always get deep one way or the other, and then get back fun. And so we're a little happy on you're available. You're available. So, uh, uh, I'll let you know. Y'all join us next week. I ain't going through the whole spiel tonight. Join us next week. We'll see you then. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs>